0: Well, good morning. I'm Mayor Tom Barrett. I'm joined this morning by Representative Gwen Moore, um, who has been incredibly, incredibly uh, effective in helping the city of Milwaukee, not just on this grant, but on many, many other grants. Rose Maria Martinez from the 16th Street Health Center. Um, Our Health Commissioner, Jeanette Kowalik. Um, We're also joined by State Representative Zamaripa up here, and State State Representative Kaylin Haywood also. Since 2004, the city of Milwaukee has put over $66 million into lead abatement and lead poisoning reduction. And we've had very significant results. Over 17,000 housing units have been made lead safe. Over 70% fewer kids have been tested with lead poisoning. But the reason we're here today is late last week, um, I received a call from Dr. Ben Carson um, who told me that, um, because of the work that we have done here and in large part, in my opinion, because of the work of Congresswoman Moore, um, the city of Milwaukee would be awarded a 2019 HUD Lead Hazard Control Grant totaling $5 million over 42 months. In addition to that, $600,000 in healthy home funding was awarded to address other health issues in home abated for lead. The total grant is $5.6 million. Now this $5.6 million is significant in and of itself, but it is doubly significant because of the fact that in my budget, I have proposed over $21 million in lead abatement and reduction funding. This is a remarkable comeback when you go back to February 2018 and the city of Milwaukee received a stop work order issued after I started questioning some of the practices that we had had been following here in the city of Milwaukee's led program. What this means of course is after review from the federal government, they now have confidence in the programs that we have here in the city of Milwaukee. And that's important for the residents of this city. That's important for our health department and that's important for the city of Milwaukee. I give a lot of credit to Commissioner Kowalik and her team who have worked to increase performance on our existing HUD grant and helped us qualify the city for the 2019 grant application. Here are the goals for the grant. We want to have 400 properties assessed for lead. 320 units enrolled and abated, 192 with HUD funds, and 128 with CDBG funds. And Steve Mahan from our CDBG office is here today, and he has put a lot of effort into working, not only for those funds, but has been very helpful in assisting the health department as well, and I appreciate that also. 114 of the 320 units will also receive additional healthy homes work, that's the $600,000 I referred to eat earlier, um, and that's very, very important. It's also about employing people, 40 individuals will be trained and hired for lead abatement work. With this funding, the Milwaukee Health Department will focus on secondary prevention, addressing homes of kids with lead poisoning, The number one high priority is EBL levels, kids with levels above 15, properties associated with multiple um, elevated blood levels and properties associated with other federal housing programs like the home program, CDBG, low income housing tax credits. Our partners and the partnerships are very, very important in this. Um, We've got some fabulous partners, obviously 16th Health Center has been a, an incredible, incredible partner um, because the 16th Street Community Health Center knows how to do this, knows how to get this done well. So we will, we will certainly partner with the 16th Street Community Health Center and SDC to share information about lead poisoning at at least 84 community events and 1,200 individuals will, will be reached through community outreach education efforts. Additional partners include the Department of Neighborhood Services, Community Advocates and our Housing Authority. In addition to that, and I'm thankful to the state representatives as well, as state Senator uh, Lena Taylor, who was here, in his uh, 2019-2021 state budget, Governor Evers included funding for Medicaid reimbursement of lead abatement for homes where Medicaid qualified children live. Once again, um, Congresswoman Moore was a huge champion of this at the state level, as was 16th Street Community Health Center here at the state level. Uh, And now at the funding level, after legislative reductions, um, $2 million will be available for GPR, but the big number is that will allow us to get $12.2 million in federal funds um, through that Medicaid waiver program. And both the 16th Street and Health Department will work with our Department of Health Services to abate homes with that funding. Um, We're working right now with the Wisconsin Department of Health Services on how to execute that and get those dollars into the community. Again, we couldn't do this without the help of Congresswoman Moore. Each and every time we have contacted her, um, she has responded not only enthusiastically, but enthusiastically and effectively. Um, And I honestly don't know that whether we would be receiving the waiver. I don't know whether we'd be receiving these dollars if we didn't have such a effective Congresswoman, Congresswoman Gwen Moore. Congresswoman. Thank you, Your
1: Honor. And I just wanna thank, uh, in her absence Dr. Julie Schuler, uh sort of the angel of this house they've been fighting uh lead uh in children and the hazards of it for over 20 years and uh she has been at the force so there's no more fitting place to make this announcement that it's than at 16th street I also just want to thank uh, our own health commissioner uh, Dr. Qualic for her efforts we were in a bit of a jam with HUD Uh, And uh, thanks to her work with uh, the administrators, we have uh, HUD Administrator Del Darrell here with us today and her really steady hand at turning this uh, health department around and focusing. uh, We have the, uh, really have the confidence of HUD that we'll be able to execute this program to really turn around some of the adverse impacts uh, on our community. I really want to elucidate a couple of things that our mayor has laid out about this grant. Uh, this grant really is intended to strike at the dust, the lead conditions. Uh, the, uh, we have in this state, uh, in Milwaukee, uh, we have the largest uh, lead threat in the state right here in the city of Milwaukee. And this program is going to allow us to not only abate that lead, but to really train up people within our community so that they can appropriately abate this, so that we don't have lead uh, flying all through the air uh, and creating secondary impacts. Uh, It's just like having a fingernail scratch on a chalkboard to hear my colleague Dale Kildee from Flint, Michigan, talk about the children that are at risk in Flint, Michigan, when we have our children here in Milwaukee who are just as at risk. So so this is a passion that I've leaned into for a really long time, understanding the, um, the threat to our children in this community. And I've worked on this uh, diligently with my Uh, now deceased colleague Louise Slaughter, but I'm happy to let you know that I found another colleague on the other side of the aisle, John Catlow of upstate New York, and we worked very diligently on uh, upping the amounts of monies that were available to the Center for Disease Control's programs on lead abatement. I'm so proud uh, of this moment. I'm so confident in the team that we have here. And I really, really uh, saying to our state leaders who are here, our Senator Taylor and our representatives Zamaripa and uh, Haywood here, um, this this is not nearly enough money or legislative effort. We want you to lean into this and make sure that uh, during the uh, budgetary process that we continue to remember uh, to bring the bacon home to Milwaukee so that we, can, uh, that we can go full hog on a lead abatement. Thank you so much and should I turn it back over, Oh, turn it over to you, thank you.
2: <laughs> Good morning everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today here at our Travis Clinic to share this great news. We uh, share the city and the health department's excitement for what this means for our city. Uh, 16th Street has been working in the lead outreach space for over 21 years, as -hmm. as Representative Moore shared. And over those years, we have developed a trusted, effective uh, model yielding a decrease in prevalence rate from 36 percent from when the program began to less than 2 percent in the 2018-2019 project year. And we work to prevent adverse impact on children and routinely provide follow-up for our care to our families who test. Uh, at or above the new CDC levels of 5 micrograms per deciliter. 16th Street has been providing care to families at this level for more than a decade as part of our early intervention programming in addition to our education. We have also been active at the state level working to direct federal dollars towards lead abatement, another critical step for helping to keep our families uh, stay safe. We are not alone in this space. Uh, the city has been a longtime partner of 16th Street, and Social Development Commission is a more recent but critical partner. We are grateful for the support that we, and collaboration we've received from both, and we are encouraged by the work uh, we have done together, going door to door, testing individuals, and providing education. We are thrilled to see that city received this HUD funding, and it will be instrumental in helping us build the work that is already going on and to foster the foundation for work that is yet to come. Again, congratulations to the city and the health department and we look forward for what's next. And with that, I introduce Commissioner Kowalik.
3: Good morning. Good morning. 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 Thank you for having us today. This is a very important moment for the city of Milwaukee. Um, First of all, I want to thank Mayor Tom Barrett for the opportunity to come home to serve my hometown. Um, I also would like to be clear, even though this funding is a huge accomplishment, we still have a lot of work to do in a lead program. So we'll continue to keep you abreast on the status of the lead program, as well as the plan to eradicate lead from the city of Milwaukee, which will have a public-private community um, uh, feel to it. The Board of Health will lead that charge and they are convening now. So we're very grateful for that as well. Uh, Congresswoman Moore for your steady support, um, even before I got in this position, just really letting me know that there would be challenges, but that you and your office would be supportive. Uh, Senator Lena, Lena Taylor, who's been a champion for lead work, so thank you for that, and then um, Representative Haywood and uh, Zamaripa for continuing to support our efforts to protect kids and families from lead poisoning. I also want to just highlight the grant writing team. Um, Steve Mahan, who is our director of CDBG, and Angie Hagee, who has led the lead program over time off and on. But those two were the dynamic writing duo for this grant. So thank you for your dedication to the city of Milwaukee and bringing home a winning um, proposal. So I just wanted to acknowledge who wrote the grant. Um, but just so you know again that the Health Department is is considering lead as a winnable battle It's something we can do something about but we need resources not just money but people having people that are trained um, not only Health Department staff other city to city staff through our Department of Neighborhood Services but also contractors and our gap of contractors that are lead certified in the state and able to serve the City of Milwaukee has continued to be a challenge so again We're calling for more contractors. You know, if you're a handyman and you want to expand and get into this work, we're trying to streamline processes so we can get contractors into our procurement process so we can better serve um, the families here in the city of Milwaukee. The other point I want to address, too, is that the lead program, it has been under a lot of changes. So we are under new leadership in the lead program. So there's a new deputy commissioner of environmental health that will be starting next week. And I'll make that announcement on who that individual is. And then we also are looking for a Director of Home Environmental Health, or led. That position is posted right now on the City website, milwaukee.gov DER, Department of Employee Relations. So if you have experience in LED supervision uh, or supervisory experience and really understand the lay of the land here in Milwaukee, I encourage you to apply. For that position. I believe the posting closes on the 7th of October, so there's a little bit of time to pull together an application. And then we also are looking for nurses for our lead program, the nurses are integral to making sure that families are followed up with in a timely fashion. So we need more public health nurses. So if you are a registered nurse, um, please consider applying and becoming a part of this effort to make the city of Milwaukee lead free. Um, again, we are just very pleased for the opportunity to continue to partner with great agencies like 16th Street Community Health Center and STC, among many others, uh, other federally qualified health centers, and the Milwaukee Healthcare Partnership, which represents um, all of the health care systems in the area. Um, this is a collaborative effort, and you know we couldn't do it alone. So I just want to just acknowledge all of the many players here that are in this room that are also out in the field doing the work. Uh, the lead team, the lead risk assessors, the nurses, the outreach specialist, uh, the administrative assistants, everyone that is really working very hard to right the ship and move the lead program forward, the comptroller, you know, just there's a number of people that are dedicated to improving um, the lead program so we can better serve the families in the city of Milwaukee, especially those that don't have the means to repair their properties because you know they may be renters or their landlord doesn't fix the property in a timely fashion so we were work, are working on ordinances and changes to make those things more beefy I so stay that. tuned for that information so thank you for uh, the opportunity again and thanks to the hud office and dale darrow for uh, helping us and believing in us to make things better for children and families in the city of milwaukee
0: thank you very much commissioner um as you can see we know that there's work to be done but having these resources uh, and having the partners that we have are, are critical to making this successful if there's any questions we're happy to answer any questions this money cannot be used for water in any equation form but lateral replacement I believe. no this is a different program altogether that is correct why is that it's just Under the federal law, it's used for the purposes that it's intended. So, uh, obviously, the lead lateral issue is an issue that we're looking at other um, funding sources for, um, and we'll continue to be aggressive there as well. How big of a problem is the lead paint issue in Milwaukee? Uh, There's no amount of lead in the human body that's safe. Uh, And we know that, I've known that for many, many years. And so when we look at this issue, and, and I'll just speak personally, um, my family lives in a home that's over 100 years old. Uh, and when we moved in there, my kids were essentially eight, six, four, and 2. The first thing that we did and the first thing that my wife did was move to have contractors come in and remove the lead paint in the playroom in the basement. Um, that is the place where we feel, and as I've been told by our health department experts, there is the most exposure. Um, and so to me, this is an issue that we have to continue to be vigilant with because there are literally thousands of homes, older homes, um, in the city that have lead-based paint. So I still consider it a very serious problem. Commissioner
3: Kowalik, you said lead is a winnable battle. What's it going to take to do that? Oh. Well, definitely we have to have a plan. Right. And so the the point of saying that when public health, the old CDC director, um, he would use this term winnable battles. So there's things that we can do um, something about as public health professionals, but again, in, in concert with all other disciplines. You know, it's not just the health department It's going to take a coordinated effort. So the money that it would take to fully um, abate and create lead safe housing, that's the language that I'm using is we're looking at lead safe housing, the whole entire property. So I'm talking about from the roof to the soil to underneath the ground to the pipes in the house, everything. So what does that cost? And, you know, we're looking at how much does it cost to abate of property, fully abate a property, right, versus just raising it and creating a new property. So there's a lot of considerations to what it's going to take to fully eradicate lead. I don't have the math on that offhand, but that's something that we would come up with in the plan to really determine what is it going to take and aggressively seek funding and resources to do the work. And then we need the hands, right? We need the people to actually know how to uh, remove lead in a way that's not going to make things worse. Kind of like with asbestos, you know, how you can't just go in and start removing things. There's an actual process that you have to use in licensing to prevent further exposure, not only to others, but to the person that's actually doing that abatement work.
0: Let me, let me chime in there too, because I think you're starting to see the pieces come together. Having, having the federal government here as a partner is critical. The Medicaid program, that waiver, which is a a relatively new waiver, we're talking less than two weeks old. That's a significant waiver because in the first year there's a 90 10 match federal dollars to to state dollars. After that, it's a 70% 30% match, um, because it involves children. And so that's a funding source in the legislation that, that I'm supportive of and that many others are supportive of at the state level that would increase the sales tax by one cent. Built into that is a public health component. Um, The first 25% of that or $40 million would go to property tax relief. The next 7% or approximately $11.2 million would go to a public health initiative, which I envision as a lead initiative. And so what that would do is it would create a funding source over a 10 to 15 year period. And if you've got $11.2 million per year, you you can devote part of that money to lead paint abatement, and you can devote part of that money to lead lateral replacement. So that gives us a a real plan to move forward, and it wouldn't be open to just the city of Milwaukee. The suburbs would be eligible for that program as well. But I think that would be very successful in creating a steady, reliable, long-term funding source. And part of the issue, and this is what the commissioner was referring to, is just getting the workforce to do this as well. But I think that people in the state, and particularly people in the construction field, if they saw that there was a 10 to 15 year steady stream of funding for this, you're gonna have a lot more people who are gonna say, well, I, I'm gonna get the training. I wanna be part of that as well. Any other questions? Again, thank you all for coming. Thank you. All right, good job.